Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Most political analysts say TV stars and comedians have no place in the office of the presidency. But Ukraine President Zelensky is turning that argument from a punchline to a headline. Let's look past it. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, many have been uh, looking at and talking about, uh, does a comedian and TV star uh, deserve to be president of the country? Do they have what it takes to actually lead a nation? And many pundits and highfalutin experts say, of course, not. Uh, but President Volinsky uh, has shown in so many different ways that uh, it may be the best preparation <laughs> to lead a country if you actually have a little core and substance to to back that up as well. And we've been talking about this for the last couple of days that as many people have really qu- first questioned uh, President Zelensky and his ability to lead the nation in this kind of situation. And then as the world has watched his leadership, watched his ability to deliver a message, watched his way, his ability to influence world leaders uh, and people around the world. Uh, people have really been looking at that in a slightly different way. Uh, really pleased to have joining us on the program today. Joanna Weiss uh, is a political magazine contributor, contributing editor, excuse me, and editor of Experience Magazine, which is published by North Eastern University. Uh, and uh, Joanna, I, I loved your piece in Politico today. Uh, we've been talking about this a lot, that the uh, President Zelensky's incredible timing and ability to deliver a line uh, that uh, impromptu, it seems, uh, it has been so stirring and so striking and so influential in many ways. You actually did a deep dive in terms of how his acting career uh, may actually have been uh, good training for him uh, moving into the presidency in these very difficult times. Yeah, you're right. It, it seems like they're kind of transferable skills, the ability to, you know, the, the writing and timing that goes with being a comedian and a comedy writer turns out to be very effective 
person-to-person and mass communication. And those skills are something that Zelensky has clearly been using from the start of this crisis. And it's really been something that's been to his advantage as he has rallied the world around Ukraine and rallied his own population. Yeah, it, it's really been amazing and extraordinary to watch that. And so I, I know not many of our listeners have been uh, tracking all things Ukrainian uh, sitcom and TV <laughs> uh, over the last four years. Uh, so give us just a little bit of that backstory. Tell us about the, the in particular, the show, really the servant of the people uh, and a, a very ironic uh, and maybe prophetic sitcom. Uh, for starting back in two fi- 2015. That's right. It's a pretty amazing story. So the show Servant of the People launched in 2015, as you said, in Ukraine. And it was uh, launched by a comedy company, a, a production company that was co-founded uh, by Zelensky. And in this show, he plays a teacher who just a, a, like a high school teacher, a history teacher, who fairly accidentally becomes elected president of the country. He, he, he is in school making this rant about the election and the corruption in the country. One of his students secretly films it on an iPhone and posts it to YouTube. It goes viral. It gets extremely popular. And his students, his high school students, wind up crowdfunding the amount of money that it takes to in, in Ukraine to qualify to run for an election. And suddenly he's running for president. And before he knows that he has won with more than 60 percent of the vote. So here's this unexpected guy who you know, has, has no political experience thrust into this role as president of the country. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't you can't make that stuff up. It's just <laughs> it's just too ironic. Uh, and, and so interesting. Some of the the sub lines, I think, throughout the show, one is it really was kind of a humorous way to poke at some of the corruption uh, and some of the inefficiencies in the Ukrainian government. That's right. It's a, it's a pretty sharp satire uh, in, in which he, he comes up that this is a, a country that's very much ruled by oligarchs. The first thing you see in the pilot in the first episode of the series is these shadowy figures whose faces are hidden of these oligarchs who control the country and believe that they can control the politics as well. And they're talking about the election and putting up their own people. So here's this guy who comes in, uh, you know, completely outside of that system. So not only does he need to fight the excesses and the corruption that's kind of embedded within that system, but he even has to fight it within his own family. Instantly, his family, this very modest, middle-class, working-class family in Ukraine, they start getting all kinds of freebies. People are offering them free clothes, free cars. The police are doing great things for them. And they're having a hard time turning it down. And his father, uh, you know, the, the Zelensky's character's father, is taking all kinds of freebies and saying, oh, yeah, and I'm sure my son can give this guy a ministerial appointment. And I'm sure he'll make your, your tariff go away. So his own, his own it's, the, the message being it's so easy for everyone to get swept up into corruption and to buy into this apathetic view that nothing's going to change, that it really takes both an ordinary person and at the same time an extraordinary person to put a stop to it. Yeah, and, and so interesting in terms of where he finds himself today. And, and one of the things that I have just marveled at through, throughout this whole uh, just destruction and, and what Vladimir Putin is doing to the people of Ukraine is President Zelensky's, obviously his timing, which is there, uh, but it's this interesting combination, and you point this out in your piece, that this it's this mix of kind of that wry humor and just blunt, in-your-face honesty uh, that sh- plays really well in a sitcom, but we're also seeing plays very well on the world stage. 
Sure. He's been able to come up with these memorable lines, particularly the one in the very beginning when, when the U.S. had offered him an escape from the country and it's sort of a, 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 a offer to basically extradite him or get him out. And he said, I need ammunition, not a ride. And that was a, a line that went viral. You can actually buy it on T-shirts on Amazon right now. Uh, you know, but it was just a real rallying cry. He's also posted, you can find these on, on Twitter and in different places, Early on in the conflict, before he really had to go underground, he posted these selfie videos that would appear on, I guess, his Instagram or Facebook, where he was holding the camera and standing outside in Kiev and saying, I'm still here. And sometimes he was with a few of some of his staff or his ministers saying, we're still here. And it was both, um, you know, he almost had that uh, a wry kind of smile about it. It was sort of an in-your-face thing, but it was just this this really direct communication where he was telling the world about his defiance, but in this really accessible and familiar way. Yeah. One of the other things that I've uh, noted is that, you know, so many, especially here in the United States, so many of our politicians, you know, they look to the, to the lawyers, uh, they look to the, you know, the, before they ever deliver a line or a speech, it's, you know, it's been consultant certified and poll tester approved uh, focus group to the umpteenth degree. And have we learned that maybe just uh, having a few lines that you know are important, but being willing to just stand up and speak out, that that might be more important to good communication than uh, being so safe, so scoured and sanitized uh, that really doesn't inspire the people in the end? Oh, for sure. And, you know, social media has already started to change that in this country for both better and worse. You know, the ability to have that direct uh, direct communication some politicians have, have really seized on that to their advantage on both the left and the right and, and the middle. Uh, so it's, it's, it's already starting in this country or it's already, you know, it, it's been, it has been taken up to some degree. But, yeah, it's, it, I think people really crave authenticity and they crave honesty and they crave that kind of direct, blunt voice. And that's something that social media can deliver uh, and and it, it's something that I think, uh, you know, Zelensky has really proven throughout this crisis. Yeah. Joanna Weiss is the uh, one of the contributing editors to Politico magazine, also the editor of Experience magazine published by Northeastern University. Joanna, thanks so much for joining us on a Friday. Thanks for having me. So I think there's so many important lessons in there uh, that we should be looking at. Uh, and one, just the authenticity of a President Zelensky, obviously his comedic timing, his ability to read a room, even if that room is coming through a camera or a camera lens, he has the ability to look down the barrel of a camera and make you feel like he's talking to you. We've seen him move individuals, organizations, uh, literally bring uh, crowds of diplomats to their feet uh, because he understands, I think more important than his comedic timing or his ability to deliver a line is his passion and his commitment to a set of principles uh, that he believes will save his country. We need more leaders like that. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.